Do you feel like you need God's forgiveness every day? This is Saturday, June 17th, and I find that my heart is finely tuned to recognize the sins of those around me, but I don't see my own sin very well. Maybe it is years of justifying my actions that has dulled my sensitivity to my own sinfulness. I'm not sure, but I am sure that my sinfulness is like a giant iceberg. Little is above the waterline where I can see it. So much more lies below the surface where I cannot see it. Now, as we've looked at the story of Judas this week, we may think that he is unlike the way we are. He's really given over to evil. We are far better than he was. But the scriptures point him out to be a pretty ordinary character, much like the other disciples. On our worst days, days when we seem primed to turn away from God, we can be like Peter denying Jesus. That's what he did. Jesus told him on the night he was betrayed that he, Peter, would deny him three times before the rooster crowed twice. But Peter was adamant. That's never going to happen. He would stand with Jesus no matter what. Even if it meant his death, he would die with Jesus if necessary. Of course, we know the story. Peter did just what Jesus told him he would. When Jesus was arrested, Peter tagged along, finding a place in the crowd at the house of the chief priest. And when he was recognized as a Galilean, one that was with Jesus, he denied it. And with each denial, his declaration became more vehement until the last time he swore that he didn't know Jesus. Now we read Peter's story with sadness because likely we need to read this story and identify with Peter ourselves. How many times have we kept silent rather than let someone know that we're followers of Jesus? Sadly, the Gospel of John tells us that in the aftermath of his denial, Peter returned to Galilee and to the trade he was in before he met Jesus. He became a fisherman once more. Why might he have done this? Likely he saw his actions, his disowning of Jesus, as a disqualification for his further service. But Jesus loved Peter and called him to be his disciple. So Jesus planned an encounter with Peter to restore him. Here's the conversation Jesus had with Peter that morning on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. This is John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Now, everything that Jesus does is out of love for Peter. And this is true for each one of us. 
When we sin, God desires our restoration and forgiveness. He wants fellowship with us, peace, and reconciliation. So Jesus appeared on shore, the Sea of Galilee, as the disciples were fishing. After giving them an immense catch of fish, Peter recognizes it's Jesus, and he jumps from the boat to come to shore to see Jesus. He can't wait to see him. Just Jesus showing up is a sign of love and forgiveness. Jesus has breakfast waiting for the men when they arrive. But Jesus is there with intention. He's there to restore Peter. Jesus asks Peter about his love, and of course, Jesus knows the answer, but he knows Peter needs to speak it. He has Peter say it three times. You know that I love you. And as we've read, this hurt Peter, asking him those three times. But Jesus has done this not to hurt, but to heal him. For Peter to see that Jesus does not doubt his love, to see that he's forgiven and restored. And I think this is what Jesus wants us to see as well. But that's not so easy. Think of the regrets that Peter must have had. How ashamed he must have felt. He'd promised to stand with Jesus and be faithful, and he failed miserably, and he knows it. He knows he's not worthy of Jesus' love. If he didn't have strength to stand with Jesus when it counted, how would he be able to do that when he was on mission? Jesus doesn't give Peter a pep talk, telling him he can do it the next time. Instead, he shows him the way of love. This assures Peter that when his resources run dry, that Jesus will still love him. He will love him to the end. Beyond his weakness and denial is the faithfulness of Jesus. So Jesus walks Peter through a conversation that's both painful and healing and freeing. He can rest in the love of Jesus for him. I like the way 1 John chapter 4, verse 16 expresses it. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. That means we don't rely on how we're doing today or even on our best days We don't rely on the level of obedience we can muster, our track record of service. No, it is only the love of God for us that sustains us and that remains through every season of our lives. Let's let's pray. Father God, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Help us to rest in all that you are, knowing that our place with you is blood-bought by Jesus. Remind us today then when we are at our worst, you love us still. In the name of Jesus, we pray. 